Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. How many of you listening right now came to Canada as an immigrant? If not you, perhaps one or maybe both of your parents, maybe both of your grandparents emigrated to Canada. Did you or did they become a Canadian citizen? Well, according to data from Statistics Canada, the percentage of permanent residents who become Canadians has plummeted by 40% since 2000. And the Institute for Canadian Citizenship calls it a wake-up call. Daniel Bernard is the CEO of the Institute for Canadian Citizenship and joins us now on The Roy Green Show. Daniel, welcome to the show. Good afternoon. Why is this a wake-up call? Oh boy, I mean, weren't you surprised to see these numbers? Absolutely. I spend all day, every day working to advance the cause of citizenship. And of course, that comes with hearing stories and complaints and all kinds of tales of difficulty and challenge um, from people who are struggling through this process. And even I was surprised by this. So um, there's clearly, a, you know, the market value of being Canadian is, is evidently crashing. And that's a matter of great concern. It says a lot about immigrants' experience in the country, but I think it also says a lot about Canada and what it's become and what our future potential is. Um, If this engine of immigration that's sustained our country for hundreds of years starts to slow down or break down, we have big problems. So this is a a real challenge for all of Canada and for our collective future. So how did we get to this point over the last 20 some odd years? What's happened? I I think that's that's a great question. And, you know, part of the challenge is, is that so little research has been done about this because no one's ever bothered to look. We've just assumed that since public opinion in Canada is consistently favorable towards immigration and there are lots of people who want to come here, what happens afterwards you know, hasn't been thoroughly examined, including by us. And so you know, this is now kind of, like I said, a wake-up call that's causing us to start to reconsider more deeply into it. I mean, there are a number of factors at play, of course. Uh, application fees are high. Um, processing times take a while. Underemployment is a big issue that we've been hearing is driving people away, that they can't get a job at the level of, that's commensurate with their education and, and with their professional experience. Social isolation, not being able to go out and have fun and enjoy some of the more beautiful and, and pleasurable parts of living in Canada. So all of these things, um, all of these things kind of come together and it's now on us at the Institute for Canadian Citizenship to dig deeper into this and see if we can isolate some of the main causes. And then not only that, but act to act to counter counteract them to reverse them. Is another potential factor that this is either a too much of a hassle or B the idea of what's in it for me? What advantage do I get by becoming a Canadian citizen? Yeah, that's, that's gotta be part of it. I mean, I, uh, I posted these findings on, on LinkedIn. And um, on a you know post of mine that normally goes wild goes to show you that I have not much of a <laughs> social media following. I'll get two or three thousand you know impressions on a post, 
This one has 197,000 impressions since Wednesday afternoon and almost 400 comments. And I've been reading them. And one of them said, yeah, you know, Canadian citizens don't tend to vote. So the uh, idea that becoming a citizen vote, you know, <laughs> that's not very appealing to me. And it's not very appealing to the rest of us. It shows how this is not just a reflection on immigrants, but a reflection on all of us. What are the main advantages? Well, voting is one of them. If voting is not popular, then why would I do it? So these are very um, trenchant questions that you're asking. And they really, I think, speak volumes about the whole of our society and force us to ask some tough questions that perhaps we've been avoiding. Our guest on The Roy Green Show, Daniel Bernard, is the CEO of the Institute for Canadian Citizenship. And we're talking about StatsCan data that shows the percentage of permanent residents who become Canadians has gone way down, 40% since 2001. Daniel, how does this impact our society and how does it impact our economy? I'm glad that you asked those questions. I'm also glad that you added society and economy together. I think too often the narrative around immigration is just that these people are labor units, you know, that they're just going to come in and fill economic roles. And of course, they're not. They're human beings, right? And I think that when we look at how it will affect us in the future, we should look to the past. Since the 1840s and even before that, there have been politicians and leaders in Canada who've talked about Canada as a place where you don't just come to live and to work, but where you build your home and your family and your business and your future as a Canadian, that no matter where you came from, your future is Canadian, your children are Canadian. This has been a, an animating driver of our prosperity for hundreds of years. And if this machine of renewal is breaking down, we have big, big challenges. Yes, we have demographic challenges that the population is getting older. We need people to pay taxes and work and you know do all of that kind of stuff. But immigrants also bring with them fresh ideas, fresh energy, fresh talent. Um, their accomplishments are felt in the arts. Look, Canada just went to the World Cup for the first time in 35 years because a team of immigrants refugees and their children decided to put the maple leaf flag on their chests and go into battle for Canada and look how fabulously they did. Um, our civic leaders, uh, many come from immigration backgrounds. You know, I'm working on this cause for Canada. My parents came to Canada as immigrants. So if this engine of renewal breaks down, we have big, big problems economically, socially, politically, in every sphere of life. Canada has been built upon this energy of people coming from around the world. If we lose it, we're in trouble. And that's why I say this is not just a problem for immigrants, it's a problem for all of Canada. It's a comment on all of us to come together and see if we can turn the tide. I completely agree. And this is an important topic because let's not forget the federal government plans to welcome in nearly one and a half million new immigrants to Canada over the next three years. So this could get a lot worse. Well, I think that what we're seeing is that people's commitment to Canada is wavering. And we talk about how many people come, but we're not really looking at how many stay and what happens to them when they do. And so this citizenship indicator is a kind of canary in the coal mine to suggest that not all is well. And we need to look further at it. Um, we need to look further at it. But you're entirely right. If we're just if there's a hole in the bucket, um, just, you know, filling it up with more water is not going to solve the problem. And it's also not in Canada's best interest to have people here who are dissatisfied and who are not able to contribute to their full potential. Um, we have people here who have incredible skills and um, incredible experience, very, very different 
from when my parents came. One had a high school education, one didn't. They spoke very little English. And so they didn't have many expectations. They had the you know, proverbial $5 in their pocket. Well, people are not coming that way anymore, and they have so much more to contribute. And if they're leaving, we all lose out on that contribution. Fewer permanent residents are becoming Canadian citizens. We're talking about it with Daniel Bernard, the CEO of the Institute for Canadian Citizenship here on the Roy Green Show. The I guess the big question is, can we fix it and how do we do it? I think absolutely we can fix it because this is part of Canada's DNA. The power of welcome is is built into the, it's in the soil, it's in the air. It's something that we've inherited from Indigenous people. Uh, who welcomed Europeans originally, and that has survived into modern Canada. So we definitely can fix it. And I would say to your listeners that everybody has a role to play. Yes, governments can make the process of application smoother and simpler and cheaper and all that stuff. But then, you know, employers, you know, we hear employers arguing all the time that they don't have skilled labor to be able to produce and sell and serve, that there's a labor shortage. And at the same time, we have skilled immigrants who are you know, driving taxis. Um, we need to go out and work harder to find those people and employ them at their proper level of qualification. That's part of the welcome. That's part of people feeling wanted here. Each of us can you know, talk to our neighbors, um, bring people to do things that you like to do. You like running. You like swimming. Bring someone along with you. Bring someone from work with you. Um, social activities are helpful. Our organization has a program called the Canoe Access Pass, C-A-N-O-O which gives newcomers free entry to over 1,400 national parks, museums, science centers, et cetera, et cetera, for a family of four. These are things that make people feel welcome because when people love it here, they stay and they become citizens and they build their futures here. So each of us, whether it's as a neighbor or a colleague or an employer or in government, we all have a little bit that we can do. And I encourage everyone to think about the part that they can play and go play it, not only as a service to Canada, but as, as a service to yourself. You'll enjoy it. These are remarkable people, and we're all richer for having them around. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.